How's it going, Shaq? I mean, uh, uh, loping along. How are you doing? <laughs> I, uh, um, I'm having uh, my entire uh, process tampered with. Uh, everything that I rely on to be a creative is currently up in the air and it's stressing me out, but I think we figured it out. Um, my computer um, is the center of my life, essentially, sure. right? Like, uh, besides <laughs> my writing, I do the podcast on it. Um, it uh, had, like, this weird fragmenting thing mm-hmm. where, like, the video would, like, pixelate. Remember it happened once during the show. I showed you a video of what I saw. Right. Uh, so I sent it in for repair. Okay. Um, I did not get it back yet. So I'm on a laptop right now. Okay. Which I've only used one other time when we when I was in LA. That is, I bought this laptop strictly for road podcast purposes. That is the okay. only reason it exists. It's here. Um, but I'm home. So like I want to use the other peripheral stuff. So uh-huh. like I didn't want to use the laptop camera. I got my real camera. So I figured out how to plug that in. Okay. But then I realized that my camera angle was messed up because I'm looking at the laptop screen. So it was just like a video of me doing this, you know, uh-huh. like just looking at the floor. I can't do that. So I had to okay. prop it up on something, uh-huh. you know. So I got this uh, this uh, aperture light that I'm supposed to use to shoot videos with. And technically, I'm doing that now, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, propping up my laptop so that my eye angle is correct. Uh, okay. Then I figured out another problem. My laptop doesn't have enough USB ports to support all the stuff I got going on. Right. Um, so currently you are hearing me through the trash, ca- uh, uh, microphone that's part of the laptop. Right. But I'm recording onto the normal mic, but into a H4N, one of the zoom recorders, uh-huh. and I'm going to sync it later so that people can hear the right. normal episode. Uh, sure. all I'm saying is I care about this podcast a lot. Uh, like I refuse to go down, Sha. Um, I have been hounding. You pretty much described what anybody who's out here just using laptops does. Like this sounds like me every week. This is how do y'all do this? (laughs) I mean, I don't think you understand. I have my camera propped up on um a a a small little storage cube and three art books. Um, I sit in a well. Now I have to sit in a particular way to keep my leg up. Like I I I'm on my third. Uh, type of lighting in the three <laughs> to four years that we've I've gone from a ring light to a cube light to now like a oh it's like a desk lamp but it has you can change the lighting and the warmth and all that kind of stuff yeah that clamps onto the table that my roommate had in his room and he had an extra one um yeah the mic and the you know I gotta every time I gotta switch out you know Depending on what kind of thing I'm logging on to, I have to go through and double check to make sure because it just automatically switches to, um, yeah, no, I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, right, okay, so it's Wednesday, <laughs> got it. This is madness. I'm not, you do this every day? This is insane. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I break this down because I'm doing this in our dining room, so I uh, I then take it all down and move. This is my personal laptop moving into my room where I can be personal with it, um, which really just means <laughs> watching videos. And um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then drag it all out here and set it all up every week. Sha, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you deserve better. 
I'm, I, yeah, I, we don't I'm, all have little studios and offices in the basement <laughs> of our homes. Yo, this with is madness. banners behind them. Hell yeah, I get you. I got an extra banner right here. I got one just for you, Sha. <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. You do this every day. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, every time. Oh my god, I've let I I spent a ton of time setting it up so that I don't never have to touch this shit again. I show up downstairs, I hit on on my computer, and everything just works. Right. You know, uh, this is insanity. I've been I've been tinkering with this for like two hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> stress stress texting the poor dude at Micro Center. Like, why ain't you give me back my computer yet, B? You don't know what I'm doing over here. And like, <laughs> yo. Like, and that's the other thing that's, that, like, I, I guess I'm more mad at that. Like, I'm not, I know I'm not micro-center tech-savvy. I get that. But, like, sure. I'm not not, like, you know, like, I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit. Like, enough to pull this off, you okay. know? Um, I feel like the second I, every time I've gone into micro-center, everything I know about anything goes away. Like, okay. I feel like the stupidest person as soon as I get to the counter. And, like, I can't explain. Like, he was like, so what's wrong with the computer? I was just, the screen, colors, like, nothing I was saying was coherent anymore. And, like, I, I went back to the car, just yelled at myself, like, gas yeah, do better. You know, like, you gave him no information. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I feel like he looked at me. He was like, like listen, uh, let me help this guy. He, uh, he just immigrated here. You know, uh, <laughs> he doesn't speak the language. Uh, no, he works in something, part you know. Of their job is to know that they, in theory, know more than the average person coming into yeah. the place because it's micro center. If you really are like super duper into computers and know how to build them, when you go into micro center, it's only to buy parts for what you're doing at home. Otherwise, yeah. you take it to one of your people. You yeah. don't come to Micro Center, but Micro Center is where you come where you're like, I've reached as far as I can get with the, <laughs> uh, you know, with the websites that I've been able to look at to see how this works. Dude. So, I yeah, so they <laughs> usually should be chill about that. And they have figured out ways to hear what it is that you're saying and know what yeah. it is that you mean. Yeah, he was he was very comforting. Uh uh, a, uh, some of some of his uh, some of his things like hurt the way he said it though. He was like, "I don't need your cables," you know. Like I was like, "What's wrong with my cables?" You know. I just brought him to help, you know. He's like, "Nah, we got <laughs> you cables. brought your cables down there." <laughs> I came with everything. He's like, "Nah, we don't need these. We got we no, got cables." They just need the thing. The yeah, unit. <laughs> they can figure it out from there. He was so dismissive of my stuff. He's like, "Nah, I don't need those." We're, we're good. <laughs> Keep your cables, B. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, man. But Yo, yes, low-key, no, there was a is... part of me that, like, I thought I was going to be podcasting for Micro Center. Like, I was like, I'm going to just plug all of this here, and when something goes wrong, you're going to see it. You're going to see it, you know? Uh, but now, nah, yeah, here we are. I got to tell you, God bless you, but you got to work on your flexibility, man. <laughs> I thought COVID taught us to do that, to be more flexible. It taught us, like, how to, you know, um, become our own gaffers and lighting <laughs> and, and cameramen. You know, yes, we are all now cinematographers and we light our own scenes and all of that kind of stuff. Amen. But like, uh, but I thought, you know, also you had to figure out how to do it in many different 
locations. I mean, like, and figure out how to like set it and forget it. That's over with. You gotta, you gotta go with the flow. There's, there's no more set it and forget it. Nah, I figured out how to set it and forget it in a new place. That's all I did. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't work in my living room anymore. I work in this basement, but that's yeah. it. That's all that changed. I'm hunkered down in here. Uh, and- <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's what I mean. Like, that's definitely what I do every week. Is just you know. So up to where I, I'm like, well, I, I've done all I can do and anything else probably requires me to buy a new setup or a new thing, or it's just a wonky cord. Either way, we're going to move <laughs> through it. Like it's not, <laughs> you know, that what explains I mean? a lot, Sha, because like I was upstairs, like pacing back and forth, trying to find like cables and cords to make this work. And like Gabby gave me no empathy. She's like, oh, word, you working on a laptop too? <laughs> You doing what I do every day? Where? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very. I don't think she she knows I'm stressed. She she hasn't even looked up while I'm over here just running all over the house trying That's to find cords. So funny, yo. Yeah, I was no. borrowing I was borrowing equipment from my daughter's room. Like she got like a a little vlog set up in the couch. Like yo, maybe this will work. You know, like I got all her like pink cameras in here now. It's crazy. Just like anything to see if something like <laughs> yeah. I had a pink microphone down here I was testing out. I was like, all right, let's see if this is it. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not that crucial. It's not. <laughs> it is not. It is not that crucial. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's not all. Because let me tell you something. You People are listening to this on a phone that's turned up. <laughs> you understand? They're either in shitty little earbuds or it's on a phone that's on a countertop. While they're yeah. in the shower, you know, like <laughs> they are driving while listening and laughing and also trying not to hit someone. There's That's a fair. lot. That's fair. There's a lot going on. So, yeah. you know, they tune like, in for us. They they tune in for us. And I'm not saying uh, we don't appreciate that. Everyone listening. Thank you. I, I, yeah. I That's how I listen to things. Um, but, you know, you, you do what you can, but this ain't. <laughs> We don't have a mixing board. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's it's okay. I'm trying, Sha. Real it's talk, yo. Totally fine. You know. Fun fact: you, I just got a mixing board. We do have oh, a mixing board. Of course, board you now. did. <laughs> Meanwhile, I didn't even put the flat sheet back up after they painted my apartment. I was just like, fine. <laughs> I don't talk, care. Yo. You know, like that was the biggest thing I did. Was like, well. My wall did look bad, so let me put up a flat sheet, and that ought to do it. I mean, that's that's as far as I'm going to go. I mean... I got a Mackie board. We're going to do some crazy stuff over here. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're doing nothing of the sort. You guys, bad enough you have me putting on lipstick in the middle of the day. That's the worst. <laughs> doing color correction, audio mm-hmm. mixing. It's going to be nope. crazy. None of that. auto no this whole and, podcast. Nope, it's not. It's unnecessary. <laughs> just I, I, I now it's it streamlined to this. Um, yeah, now, I, I like your, that. I like that it works. Does the camera work? Does the mic work? Can you hear me? Can I hear you? Is it recording? That's it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's it. fair. That's all you need. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sometimes simple is best. You're right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I like. I I want you to know that like. My brain agrees. My heart not there yet, but I'm getting there. I'm, I'm gonna get there by the end of the by the end of the show. I hope so. <laughs> this is no way to live. 
Yo, this is stressful. Hell no, it's no way to live. Mm-mm. Real talk, yo. I think I gave myself a flu. Like my nose started running this whole last two days. <laughs> it was crazy. Like <laughs> Gabby's like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Yo, my my computer don't work. Like I don't know what to tell you. Like I <laughs> I don't know what to do." I was upstairs just fidgeting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I got all the mobile stuff, but like laptops and like iPads, they're great devices, but they're uh-huh. not meant for people my size. Like I always feel like I'm doing this. <laughs> You know, like, I'm just crunching my finger, yo. <laughs> feel like I'm opening the smallest bag of chips whenever I'm typing on the iPad, yo. Okay. It, don't, it, it don't feel right. Like, my, my hands are meant for more space. Have you? I I can't speak to an iPad. I, I've had, I only had an iPad once for, like, I don't know, 45, 50 minutes. I'm not sure how. <laughs> I'm not it was just a too big phone. It was too slippery. I was going <laughs> to drop it. But um, yeah, as far as laptops, maybe your laptop is small, is it? I, I mean, I don't know what, what, what the standard is. I, I've never seen the right laptop. I'll say okay. that. I, Every I laptop think... I've seen that like has been close to the right size. Everybody's like, yo, like that's a suitcase, my G. Like you don't need that. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. I definitely, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure what size mine is. Maybe like, 16 and a half or 17 inch or something like that. But I know whenever I get a bag, that's like, this has a pouch for your laptop. There's always like two to three inches sticking out. And it's like, <laughs> why are you taking home the server? You know? And I'm like, it's a calm down. <laughs> and then I just buy, when I had to replace it, I bought the newest version of that laptop. So, you know, I'm like three Lenovo's deep, but. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I might get like a a Mac Mini and like a little screen so that if I'm on the road, I could still mimic the computer experience. No. <laughs> no. no. Okay. That's unnecessary. That's too much money. Yeah. For something that you already have that works. You need to mimic what it's like being uh, a person out here. Yeah. Yeah. You need to learn how to fit into spaces. You got to be mercurial, man. You got to be able to <laughs> get in and out of spaces. You yeah, know, I don't, I don't, be like I don't, water. Nah, so I go through. I'm like ice cubes. I go through things. No, well, block. guess what? It's hot out and you're melting. <laughs> That's true. That is yeah. true. So now it is not my we got to figure year. out a different way. It's too <laughs> global warming, baby. Ain't no more ice cubes. <laughs> you got to, <laughs> you better figure out a different route. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's get into the news. <laughs> oh yeah, let's do if that. If y'all see me uh fidget or something, it's because I'm moving a mouse that is no longer attached to a computer. Uh, <laughs> just so y'all know, <laughs> I I'm down here like, why are these articles coming up? Oh yeah, of course, I'm on this laptop. Oh uh, boy, <laughs> kicking it all today. Uh, Customs and Borders Protections top doctor tried to order fentanyl lollipops for a helicopter trip, according to the UN. That's right. Uh, The chief medical officer for the Customs and Borders Protection Agency repeatedly asked staff members to order fentanyl lollipops for him to take on a helicopter mission to the United Nations in New York City in September of 2023. And this is according to a whistleblower report. Uh, The report uh, was shared with Congress this uh, past week and stated that chief medical officer Dr. Alexander Eastman allegedly spent copious hours of his office of the chief medical officer staff time directing the OCMO staff to urgently help him 
procure fentanyl lollipops, a Schedule II narcotic, so that he could bring them on the CBP Air and Marine Operations helicopter on which he would be a passenger to New York City. Uh, fentanyl is a synthetic opioid and painkiller uh, driving the overdose crisis in the U.S. Fentanyl lollipops are an oral version of the drug and are used to treat pain. Uh, this is according to the DEA. Uh, chief uh, among the Customs and Borders Protection duties are uh, as a federal agency is stopping the flow of illicit drugs, including fentanyl, into the United States over international borders. Uh, when he um, asked why he would need the fentanyl lollipops to travel to the UN uh, general to the UN's General Assembly meeting, Eastman allegedly argued that the lollipops would be necessary for pain management in case of an emergency and were necessary in case a CBP operator were injured or if an air and marine operations team encountered a patient in need. <laughs> Over a, a half a dozen CBP employees were involved in the urgent request to purchase the fentanyl lollipops, the whistleblower said, with senior leadership in the office reporting concerns about the process in uh, emails. Eastman's attempts to order the lollipops were unsuccessful because there was not funding available, according to the whistleblower. Shame, shame, <laughs> yo. What a shame, Sha. Okay. Know, this, this poor Hold on. Let's uh, doctor. Just stop. Let's just stop and think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my man, he said he needed him for a helicopter trip. Yep. Just in case. To New York. To New York, you know. We wait, don't wait, got wait. we don't Hold got on. that. Let stuff me here. make sure I got this right. What not a flight. Where was he coming from? Helicopter trip to New York. Um, I would assume DC, no? I guess if it, a helicopter from DC to New York. Is that too far? I don't know how that far helicopters go. It's too far. I don't know how far. I mean, look, I don't I don't know how far people ride out helicopters. Real talk. Troops, correspondence. If you uh if you're a helicopter no, rider. Do you do it from state to state? But I mean, do you do it state to state to state to state? That's like four states. <laughs> to DC, where it's like you could also just take a train. I feel like part of me is like, oh, my man's scared to be in a helicopter. Oh. And he just wants like a let me just get a lollipop. Let me get a couple of licks off and then sleep through the helicopter ride. To which oh. I say. I mean, I, I get, get it, it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad. <laughs> you know? um, but the uh, but there's also like a plane, and that flight is certainly an hour, right? Certainly an hour. So that seems like a lot. Um, but I mean, if he's the cust, I mean, he must be in D.C., right? Yeah, I mean, I he's figured. not on the border. In which case, you're not going to take a helicopter from Texas to New York. That's, yeah, that's definitely a flight. And I think, you know, a, a Xanax could take care of that. But I think now, and that's my initial thought was, oh, he needs to chill on the helicopter. But then I thought, nah, he's asking for a lot of them. Yeah. Is he, are they, are they sucking on fentanyl lollipops in the UN? Mm. Did we just blow something wide open? Real talk. Like, this sound like you're like, yo, you know, yo, Saturday, we're going to do that again, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. right. Like, you was know? <laughs> there a wild-ass fucking party? Mm-hmm. And now we're trying to get back to that. Real talk, yo. But my man was slow on reordering the lollipops. The re-up, yo. 
<laughs> like why? And and his reasonings were just so the whole um what was the thing he said? It's, uh, it's an emergency. If uh, people get uh oh, yes. sick, we gotta treat patients, you know, on this incredibly uh filled helicopter. Right. Uh, I like, come on, buddy. What are we doing? <laughs> I think uh I think the chief medical officer hooked up with somebody in the office that's out of his league. And the only reason he thinks it happened is because she had one of these fentanyl lollipops. No, if he hooked up with someone who's been sucking on a fentanyl lollipop, that's assault. I agree. That bitch I... wasn't awake. <laughs> I, don't think that... I think there's either a wild party that he's that they're trying to do again. Um, and he was just slow. He was busy. He forgot to re-up or his connect dried out or something. Or, I mean, I guess the simple thing to think is that he's fucking selling them or maybe trading them for something. Yeah. I could see that too. You I know, need uh, but, tickets to that, to that, uh, to that Nick game. You know what I mean? I got the fence and all lollipops. What a horrible. <laughs> oh, come on. Do better. The Knicks, my man. Hey, they, they, I think they're in fourth place right now, you know? I mean, that's, that's worth they, I, mean, look, I understand they were doing well for a hot second. Yeah. And then they nicked their way out of it. But, you know, <laughs> like, are we, I, I don't even, I guess, I just, I, why didn't he have a better connect? Yeah, that, that's so kind of sloppy. Yo. And you have, like, the job for it. Right. You know, you work in customs and borders and you don't got a real plug? A real you don't got a backup plug? plug? Like, honest to God power surge. Yeah. You should have. <laughs> you should have real six talk. plugs. Yeah. Why, why are you asking <laughs> staff to get shit? That's just crazy, yo. Listen, I feel like A, you blew up the party. B, you blew up the you were hurt. All right. <laughs> I feel like everybody else is right now like, yo, he, what, no, no, he couldn't get this himself? Why are we right. doing this? The whole office is mad at him right now. Like, yo, everybody got their own plug. Terrible, mm. terrible. Real talk. I feel like they snitched on you because of the audacity. You know, they were like, yeah, yo, like, I'm mad be. you're wasting office time on this. He's wasting office time. He didn't have a really good reason. Give me a story. Yeah. Give me a story. If you're going to try to grift me out of something, give me a story. Be entertaining mm -hmm. about it. That's what I say for anyone who's asking me for money on the street. <laughs> Real come talk. Do come a dance. at me with a story, and I'm like, that was worth $5. Amen. Real talk, <laughs> you, <know? yo. laughs> you understand what's happening in these streets? People begging for... We got showtime, okay? Right. We got people straight up doing full-on dance performances, multiple parts. Yeah, you're going to have to do better. You got to do better. I, that's so goofy you dummy i just i can't believe if you're going to do this that you don't have a better i guess maybe hollywood had me believe that if you're going to do this and you work in a place where you have readily available access perhaps that you would be able to pull this off with a little finesse you know what i mean yeah a little panache but no <laughs> yo you know see this this is what ai is for you know, you could have opened figure. up ChatGPT and been like, yo, what's a good excuse for me as president and doctor of the <laughs> customs and 
How, how should I send this email out asking for fentanyl lollipops and not look suspicious? Well, and the first I mean, two would have been trash, you know? I don't... Wait, do you know about the chat GPT story? Did you... Is that one of the stories we're going to cover? Did you hear about chat no, what GPT? Happened? Oh, baby. <laughs> what happened with chat GPT? What they oh, do? Oh, it glitched like a motherfucker. Really? So, chat GPT users were baffled after the chat box began churning out completely nonsensical responses on Tuesday night, or at least more nonsense than usual. The issue was so bad that it forced OpenAI, its owner, uh, yeah. to begin investigating the, quote, unexpected responses from ChatGPT. <laughs> Has ChatGPT gone temporarily insane? One user asked on the ChatGPT subreddit. I was talking to it about Grok, and it started doing Shakespearean-style rants. It's lost its mind, another user wrote. I asked it for a concise one-sentence summary of a paragraph, and it gave me a Victorian-era epic to rival Beowulf. No! <laughs> With nigh incomprehensible purple prose. It's like someone just threw a thesaurus at it and said, use every word in the book. And so people were posting about it on Twitter and had, like, um, examples. So uh, here's one example. Um, or I guess someone had asked it about jazz. Let's see. What was it? Yeah. And here's what it wrote. Here's a, an example of what it wrote. Um, let's see. Each provide a compliment to the history already harnessed by any jazz press up for up for the quieter heartbeats and sophist. What? Uh, such as the coming Yo. book of Waltz for Debbie and the legendary Sunday at the Village Vanguard. Enjoy the stages of ether in music time and the response with extra grand closes. Happy listening. Happy listening. Happy listening, 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 happy listening. Wait, hold on, the pop-up ad. Happy listening, 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 happy listening. Personal, personal. Enjoy the content at home or with the big watches always in perspective. Yo. And after each of those happy listenings, which I cut off like five of them, there was the um, musical note emoji. Yo, that's wild. Yeah. So people were posting all of these weird glitches on Twitter. That's where I initially saw it and was just like, what on earth? I love the idea of like chat GPT going through like it's artist face, you know? Like, uh, like this is like mm -mm. Chat GPT being like Joaquin Phoenix when it was rapping nope. and not telling anybody it was uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, nah, this is the thing I'm going through, you know. Uh, love my art, you know. No, it was it, like it was truly <laughs> insane. Although one of the things I think I did save in my phone as some sort of poetry because I was like, I don't know if the machine knows the kind of art it just made, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, this is scary, but, um, yeah, it just, uh, <laughs> type this out. Um, uh, T sessions, V conversations, O memories, AV vibe, big cat moment, first out, harsh day, celebration, W Institute, homespun, after the light, big build, crow follows, first looks on the road, big stage. 
Under the Table, Homestar, On Time, Retrofade, Deals on the Top, Another Deep Dive, Cafe Night, Love Peace, Time Lapse, The Bookend, Drift and Milk, Who's True, The Ambers. 21, 21, 21. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Okay, you kind of got down with that one. <laughs> yo, real talk. That was kind of fire, yo. <laughs> I mean, that happy listening scared the shit out of me, but this one wasn't too bad. <laughs> yo, shots to Chad GPT having a soul, yo. That was oh, beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, y'all keep telling me what to say, but this is what I want to say. I don't you know? know. Either way, that's not going to work. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna work when you have like a thing to do like an assignment that you're trying to not do and now chat gpt has put uh happy listening <laughs> oh god someone's gonna sample that and just stick it in <laughs> happy listening happy listening happy listening oh. i'm curious yo real i mean i, I, I will we'll send me that article later i want to count like low-key there's a part of me that thinks that like like the happy listenings, like probably follow like the what is that thing? The 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 Fibonacci sequence. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all bet you like if you do a count of them, like low key, it'd be some like freakish like pattern you could find in them, yo. Maybe. <laughs> oh no. man. Yo, shouts to chat. You know, what I mean, that's my new favorite rapper right there, yo. He killing it in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> In other news, uh, the IRS to ramp oh. up audits of private jet usage. That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, and- I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> right. Internal Revenue Service said on Wednesday that it's uh, ramping up audits of corporate jets to collect more in unpaid taxes as part of a push to increase enforcement on wealthier taxpayers. Uh, tax collection, The tax collection agency will conduct three dozen to four dozen audits of companies and wealthy individuals who may be flying in corporate jets for leisure while noting their trips down as business expenses to reduce their taxes. The audits will target aircrafts used by large corporations, partnerships, and wealthy taxpayers and probe whether they've been dishonestly designating business trips. Uh, executives and shareholders who use corporate jets and other assets for personal reasons need to report those instances as personal income to the IRS. The IRS will begin conducting these corporate jet audits this spring. I mean, great. Word up, B. <laughs> yeah, yeah yo. great. Make them pay. Um, Make them pay. <laughs> do you, uh, because I know you have um, big goals that you're shooting for. I don't even want to call them dreams. I know you have goals that you're shooting for. Appreciate that you'll you. get to. Is, uh, is a private jet one of them? I don't know. I'm, I'm good. That, that's a... Uh, that is, uh, I think, a level of excess that, like, is OD. Like, I would like to be able to fly private for a special occasion. But okay. I don't necessarily need to, like, own a jet, and I don't need to fly private every time. I actually enjoy flying with the people. I think it's sure, dope. Sure, yes. You know what I mean? Yes, right. Once you figured out that drink thing, yes, you do like Yeah. I, I, like, I want the vibe. Like, yo, you want... I want to offer everybody drinks. Like, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to show up first class... And then tip like the person, like the flight attendant, and be like, "Yo, it's two racks. Everybody getting drinks." Yeah, you, know you what are I mean? a menace on a plane. I keep forgetting <laughs> that. <laughs> I keep I'm forgetting. Everybody turned up on that plane. Yeah, Real you talk, are B. okay. Yeah, that 
is a nightmare. <laughs> but they would the, the plane would love me. No, the plane you would not love so? you. No, if I'm on that plane, I guarantee I know at least one person who would not love you. <laughs> and that would be me, at least. What if I say, yo, whatever you want on no. me? No. We flying from New York to LA. You 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 nope. in a you in the middle aisle seat in the back. I don't five care. hours. And Hush. I'm like, yo, the Henny, Hush. go crazy. I've done that on Southwest with no screen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, uh-uh. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be going wild in the front, like, yo. Henny on deck, real talk. Them little, no, that's the little no. cheese box, the ten dollar cheese box. It's like an excuse for dinner. Everybody getting those. No, spread them out. No, Let's go crazy. Not cheese. No, not cheese. Mm-mm. Nope. Real talk. The Mediterranean snack thing. Whatever they they got like that little those little thirty dollar snack boxes that you can only buy with a credit card in the back, but it comes included in, in, in first class. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that because I pay so little attention to what is... I, look, I want to get in my seat. Up. I want to get strapped in. I want to make it through this flight. And then I want to land. And then I want to kiss the ground and go to where I'm going. And that I is... I want everybody to take three sun chips. No. Go crazy. Uh, all of us smelling like chips? You Hell want yeah. the whole plane to smell like Doritos. Please I want you to stop. have the option to. Have the freedom. There's no you know? option. There's there's no option. They tell you there's options, but you're on a bus. I mean, you're on a bus. You're on a Greyhound. It doesn't feel like options when it's on a Greyhound and now somebody's drinking liquor and the whole bus smells like, you know, bootleg Hennessy. That's not that's not fun. That doesn't become more fun just because you're in the sky. It becomes more fraught. So no. <laughs> but that said, I don't want to do um I I having a private jet or doing unnecessary flights in a private plane don't that seems it, wild to me yeah it doesn't seem and also a thing that uh i read recently that i hadn't considered was that um there are there are protocols put into effect when you fly commercial right you're okay. expecting certain things out of your pilots Right. They like have what? to pass certain criteria in order to fly. Uh, you know, there's the whole app sleep hours. You've been flying for too long. We're pulling you. You we got to get another pilot. You can't fly. Mm. You know, these kinds of things, um, which who knows if they're perfect, but they've been working for the most part across the board because you have to answer for answer for these things. Right. Uh, private planes or just whoever you get to fly a plane and there's no one telling them, hey, maybe don't take a shot with everybody before you get up there <laughs> or shouldn't you have a little itty bitty nap before you fly? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I need I need to know that, <laughs> that the corporation's <laughs> eyes are on you. Bro, it's all be your pension is on the line. You yes, sure you want to do exactly, that? Exactly, exactly. Not mm-hmm. just like I know how to fly a plane, and it's like, do you? Real talk, no. nah, be. <laughs> I feel like I don't know why, but like I feel like private jets is like I associate that with like anger. Like I feel like like if I got a private jet, I feel like like I'm gonna just be moody in like one chair, and like like I feel like everybody in your life is spoiled if you're in a private jet. <laughs> 
So like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just picture like me in like a seat, like you know, I paid for all this, you ungrateful kid. Or, like, oh, okay, all right. You know, <laughs> there's a whole scene playing out. Yeah, <laughs> like I just see like like I don't know, like we got problems as a family because we on this jet. I don't want that for us. I want us to be humbled a little bit, you know. Okay. Like, all right, we, we got it. We still got to wait in line. I I like that the the air the like I like going early. I, I paid first class or like uh business class, cool. But I love that they're like, yo, uh, anyone with injuries, the babies, um, you you served in this country. Hell yeah, they should go first. It mm. it, it it gives you a bit of value system. Like I, right, nah, we as a community, I'll give you the babies because you got to get set up. Yeah, you know, and all that shit. But everybody else, I think it should be like, eh, all right, back of the plane first. I don't know why. I don't understand why we're not loading from the back forward. That's fair. I've always thought there should be two doors. Some of them do have two doors, but yeah. you need two gates or two. I don't know. But there, there have definitely been times I've gotten on the plane at the front and then I've gotten off in the back they're like no we're going going out this way <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know we were using the back porch okay <laughs> so oh man <laughs> yo keep checking these taxes okay real talk make everybody fly regular yes i'm all about this right here. uh in related news uh tax uh, evasion by millionaires and billionaires tops 150 billion this year According to the IRS chief, uh, the nation's millionaires and billionaires are evading more than $150 billion a year in taxes, adding to the growing government deficit and creating a lack of fairness in the tax system, according to the head of the Internal Revenue Service. Okay, uh, so maybe we need to do more than just check out their planes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, great, we're going to audit their planes, but also let's look in the books, like the books books. <laughs> Like you do to us. Yeah. I Real mean, I, 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 like really audit them. Yeah. Like, there's probably something a little more than just like, oh, you flew to Vegas and you said it was for business. No. Let's <laughs> see how much of the company's money they gambled away during that business trip to Vegas. Like, let's, I'm with that. Let's really look into things. Let's try to find the laundromats where they're washing this money. You know? You know, shot. Uh -oh. You made me think of something here. What, I, let me let me let me think if you think this is crazy. Okay. If you make over ten million dollars a year, mm -hmm. when you report your taxes, mm -hmm. instead of just a receipt, I need video of what of whatever it is you're doing. Like if you <laughs> flew, if you fly in, and this is a corporate flight, I need video of the flight. I want to see like you on the plane doing regular shit. I don't want like because you can't like like if your mistress is on it, it's gonna give it away. Like oh you want you out here for fun, you know what I mean? Like uh when you go out for dinner, if this is a business dinner, take a picture of who else is at the dinner with you. You know what I mean? I want I want to I want I want to see these moments okay. as more than just a receipt. Right. You could fake a receipt, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you can't fake this footage, you know what I mean? Okay. And then All when right. you do the audit, it's got to be next to everybody that you claim. So if you did everything on the up and up, you ain't scared to get audited next to your wife and kids. Now, All boom. Right. I see. I, I, I see the vision. 
Okay. But that is also the vision of someone who doesn't have or hasn't had much money. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> with $10 million yeah. don't even understand those types of moves, except a middle manager under them who's doing that to someone under them who doesn't okay. have much money. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't even, the idea of recording that kind of stuff for the IRS is like, no, you, <laughs> you, you see you, like the, the calmness in which I said, it was just like, no, that's not at all what we do. And then that's it. And then you'll never convince them to do it because they're just like, you don't, no one checks up on me. You're lucky that I give you what I give you. It's a totally different mindset. It's a completely different people who have that kind of money and have had it for, say for a while, right? Move through the world differently. Yeah. So they will not, they don't understand. That's not going to put the fear of God into them. Right. Because they're just like, I'm not going to do it. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> just, oh. I got to tell you, Sha, I know, I, I know you don't come for money, okay. but like you sure like already for money. Okay. Oh yes. You, no, you I've put... been ready for money my whole life. I'm <laughs> absolutely talk. ready to just move through. But, uh, but here's the way you delivered thing. those lines, I was like, oh, yo, let me know Shy hit the lotto last week, yo. <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> when I tell you, you never know. Yo. Either I will just disappear or I will continue to work my job poorly for like a year or so after winning. Ah. Um, but I will have the finest old navy on. Do you understand? <laughs> That's what. <laughs> yo, so I got new old navy every day, yo. Every day, right off the rack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, you just you move, you move. There's not the feeling of scarcity. Like it, it you yeah. don't have to put like a prison arm around your your money nah, when that's you real. have that kind of money all the time. And that is what, okay. Prove to us that you're blah, blah, blah. That's why they, they use their money to pay for lawyers to fight that kind of yeah. bullshit. Cause they're like, <laughs> what? And then they go on about their business. <laughs> never, never me, never that. And then they go on. So that's why I understand what you mean by, hey, prove it to me. But that's also the kind of thinking of like, if you clock out or if you clock in more than six minutes late, it's right. like you're a whole hour late. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that's that's why that wouldn't work. Damn, yo. Yeah, because not everybody is on that. Yeah, wavelength. nah, you're right. Yeah, they are. Real talk. You know, say start talking about money around uh, 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 an assortment of comics and just kind of see who is, like, vibing with you on a thing or who is just like, huh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Or who just kind of looks away and doesn't want to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they all got specials now, too. I see it. 
right? Exactly. Exactly. I'm trying to plan a, a, a special now. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess it, it takes a village. You know what I mean? It's going to look like the village shot this special. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> In other news, uh, welcome to Whack Donald's. McDonald's is bringing anime fans' favorite fictional restaurants to life. Uh, for years, anime fans have been making McDonald's-inspired Wack Donald's restaurants a part of anime's most memorable movies and shows. Now, a collaboration with some of the biggest names in anime, Wack Donald's will make the move from fiction to real life. Uh, beginning, uh, the, uh, actually, the 26th, so it's already live in more than 30 global markets. Uh, they're building our fa uh, their fans' vision of imagination and unleashing the Wack Donald's universe in their restaurants. Uh, the uh, anime is a huge part of today's culture, and we love that our fans have been inviting us into the conversation for years, says uh, Tariq Hassan, the chief marketing and customer experience officer at McDonald's USA. Uh, the McDonald's universe is a reflection of what fans have created. It honors their vision and celebrates their creativity. Okay, the, uh... stop. <laughs> because this is a long article, and it's taking... I'm trying to understand what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's, there's a lot, and I need it to be. <laughs> yo, man, yo, shot. I'll say this enough. I love you, shot. Real talk, yo. <laughs> I love you too, Gastor. I'm trying to figure out what they what they what they talk about. Because I was like, let me, and I'm sure if anyone is watching this on YouTube, you're watching Gastor read it, and you're watching my face screwed up as I'm trying to understand, as I read ahead, like, what? Oh, Which my God. anime? What are we? But, oh, that was fantastic. Okay, let me see what is happening. <laughs> so, yeah like they they're open they're like rebranding some of the mcdonald's locations into wack donald's they're also changing some of the menu items uh to like famous wack donald things that have been referenced in a variety of different anime uh movies and cartoon okay and, uh, shows. so there's not one particular anime but no there are various animes and when they want to put a McDonald's in something. Instead, they call it Wick Donald's, which is, by the way, yeah. WC Donald's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been so saying Wack Donald's. My bad. No, no, uh, that's right. That you're absolutely right. McDonald's, <laughs> Wack Donald's. That's that's right. Okay. And so, a lot of different animes. Instead of using McDonald's in the in the show art, they use Wick Donald's. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So what they've done is they've got, they've now have in real life different stores or universes, locations that are McDonald's. Yep. And then they, uh, they're also like creating a, uh, a four week, uh, McDonald's like, uh, anime manga, uh, kind of thing. So like they're, they're doing a action, uh, McDonald's called the race to McDonald's. Uh, they're doing a romance one called Love from Across the Booth. They're doing a Mecca one, which is kind of like space stuff. Okay. My understanding is, which will be Wagdonald's Space Frontier 3000. And uh, <laughs> finally, they're doing a fantasy, which will be the wisdom of the sauce. 
Lord. Okay. Uh, that one was my favorite. Three women are transported to a distant land to unravel the mystery surrounding the elusive sauce before it's gone forever. You know, uh, these see. are dropping weekly starting the 26th. Okay. All right. Well, great, I guess. <laughs> yeah i kind of I mean, vibe with this, this. I, I i feel like it's cool that like uh they kind of shout out the culture a bit and like uh you know like this this is uh because there's this like weird thing that happens sometimes when like uh when like an artist or a genre like really embraces a brand and like that brand kind of benefits from it for free right you know yeah. and like they have the option of saying yeah keep doing that for free forever or like kind of tipping the cat back, A, showing love, B, putting money in the pockets of those artists. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, and there's moments when, like, if you're a fan of those artists, it kind of feels like, yeah, thank you for legitimizing this thing, you know? um, Like, a, like for me, a silly one was, like, uh, when uh, Ghostface's video was playing during Iron Man, the movie. You know, like, as a huge hip-hop fan, I was, like, he's been calling himself Iron Man for years. So it was uh -oh. cool to see, like, Ghostface in the actual Marvel movie, and uh, he didn't have a real role. It was just his video playing, but right. like it was enough to like acknowledge, hey, like we appreciate you keeping this kind of brand alive when no one cared about Iron Man but this rapper, and right. like he kind of kept the name alive long enough for it to come back. I thought gotcha. that was dope. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, so like stuff like this, I, I kind of get excited for. It's not my thing. I ain't right, in the right, anime, right. but like I vibe with like them saying yeah yeah we appreciate y'all okay all right great thank you so much for explaining that to me because i <laughs> i was just like i mean i'm not dumb but i am confused <laughs> like what is what <laughs> yo it's ill to me <laughs> okay well so like run dmc like you know like they should have like an adidas joint like they should have like a lifetime sponsorship with them Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Because they gave them the biggest ad ever. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So like, I Which, think. I mean, I think they did have some sort of, you know, I mean, they were in, they were kept in Adidas and Adidas suits. Amen. For, as they for should. A long time. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, so like stuff like that when like the artist is doing it from a, a genuine place. I love seeing the corporate side of it being like, yo, like let's do the right thing here and like acknowledge that. And put some money in the in the in that community's pocket. Yeah, and like highlight the only it. thing I hope is that there is actually money going in that community's pocket because yeah. these are corporations. Fair, fair. <laughs> <laughs> and they ain't Real the talk. We gave them McDonald's. I don't know what more they wanted. I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> we gave them a free meal. Each and every one of these artists. You know. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, finally. Uh, we have uh, Seattle at 73, no right on red intersections. That's right. Seattle has added 73 intersections where right turns are banned on red lights, increasing its number of no right on red signals by almost 75% since last year. Uh, drivers turning right on red are more likely to fail to yield to pedestrians and crash than drivers who turn when lights are green. Uh, many Seattle drivers seem unclear about the recent changes, uh, judging by the level of honking at some of the intersections. Uh, the at the start of 2023, uh, Seattle had about 100 intersections with no turn on red signs, uh, according to the City Department of Transportation. Now there are 173 of them citywide. Okay. 
Yeah, I feel I'm 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 uh I'm regularly surprised that this isn't nationwide more. Like as a New Yorker, this is uh standard here. Like you can't turn on right. Yeah, but that's because there are so many more pedestrians in New York than there are anywhere else. Yeah, that's so fair. you can turn right on red because ain't nobody walking across the street. Yeah. So that as that kind of changes, as larger cities are trying to court people to move into their downtown area or move into their more urbanized area. And look, you can walk to work and we put a grocery store here for you and, you know, that kind of thing. So now people and as uh, younger people buy fewer cars. Right. right? So, you know, they're on bikes or they're walking. Yeah. um, But there are still, I mean, the rest of the city is still extremely car centric. So mm. people are still just like, oh, I don't even have to slow down. I don't even have to look. Ain't no one walking. And then bam, they're hitting folks. So I, I, I applaud this. Uh, and it is going to take some <laughs> getting used to of just like stopping. Also stopping uh, like the whole don't block the box type of situation of yeah. stopping before you get into a crosswalk. That's going to have to, people going to have to work on that because people, you know, just don't expect folks to cross the street. So they are already just, they stop as in the middle. The crosswalk is going through the middle of their car. <laughs> and I'm like, you are halfway down the street already. Bro, it's all being taken at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now what they got to do is like truly, truly, truly enforce it. There are, I mean... I can only speak for Atlanta since that's where I learned how to drive. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, how easy it is to just go ahead and turn on red. And now that there are so many more people there um, having to adjust for people, you know, crossing the street, um, which is something I probably was more attuned to than uh, many of my friends because I rode the bus for longer than my friends did, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so I knew what it was like to like walk places. And then if I was someplace and I'm like, oh, I can just walk to a thing. I don't need to drive and figure out parking. And I had friends who were like, I don't walk. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll see you after you figure out where to park and then have to walk from there to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I guess I'll see you inside. But, um, but yeah, you got to, the blocking the box thing. I remember in the early 2000s, uh, I dated a dude who grew up in New York, um, in Long Island, uh, Port Jefferson, I think. And he, uh, we would go places and he mentioned he was shocked at how people didn't stop, like how people would constantly like stuck in the intersection. Right. Like, yeah, like no one stayed out of the intersection. And he was like, you guys don't have block, don't block the box here. And I was like, no, I've never heard of that. <laughs> and that was real talk. That was like 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah. We were having that conversation. The, uh, Atlanta, probably over the past three years, started getting don't block the box signs at intersections. A full 20 years later, were <laughs> they like, Oh yeah, y'all stop. <laughs> Maybe stop. Late to the party, but we didn't. Yeah, know what I mean? we're getting there. We're getting there. Like and it. It's because there are so many people who are there. Um, and now walking. So that's the thing in New York. Like, 
I've only driven in New York once, maybe. Yeah. And uh, uh, possibly twice because I had to go somewhere and then come back. And um, and I've not been scared to do it, but hesitant because once I get in the car, I'm going to drive the way I'm going to automatically drive the way I'm used to. And I have to like be like, oh, no, there are people everywhere, <laughs> like just <laughs> sauntering out into the street, which happens in Atlanta, but in a different way. And right. so like there's like a um, it, it's just a different thing. What I did learn was that the key in New York is to drive slow. Right. Um, but no one wants to do that. They are all mad <laughs> that they can't drive fast. And that is why the traffic seems crazy. And I'm like, if you just commit to staying driving slow, you're fine. Real talk. 25 miles per hour will get you everywhere. Yeah, it'll, it'll you'll you'll be fine. Now I understand it because my prime cruising speed is like a smooth 51. Yeah. Per hour. I'll do that in <laughs> neighborhoods and I will do that on the highway. So it's Yo. not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know, but. <laughs> Yo, better hope there's no schools by shot. Yeah, I mean, I'll slow down to like a 47 if there's a school. But yeah, no, I'm trying to make, you know how there are those signs that have um, what the speed limit is and then like a little display over it that will show yeah. the speed of the car drive. Yeah, I'm trying to get that to flash red every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reckless. I'm careful with it, but I also, it's how I live. If you would like <laughs> me to slow the fuck down. Right. Right. <laughs> to sponsor Chalet with Sharp, NASCAR driver. All you gotta do is like, subscribe to the show, baby. <laughs> if you're an Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars, you don't think she can win. You haven't been listening. Shy's got a left foot. Yeah, it seems okay? like. Okay? <laughs> literally, right now, more than ever, too. She literally can't do anything but bend it. Nope. One way. That's it. Her <laughs> knee only. Going forward. Five stars, you know she winning. Uh, admittedly, she probably's not going to, like, squeeze through the window thing like the NASCAR drivers do. Let's just get her a regular door, you know? Uh, yeah, please do that. Regular door. She good. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any articles you want us to cover, uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Soki Jumbo or at Gastromonte. Uh, shout out to speak to uh, Lori McDaniel and uh, Bob Catface. Uh, with all that said, I am the pit boss, Gastromonte. <laughs> with future NASCAR champion, Chalet with Shaw. I mean, I'll change tires with you too. I'm pretty fast at that. There we go. Look at that. Yeah. Mo yeah, yeah, yeah. She does it all. Yeah. You know, <laughs> our pit crew is two people. Okay. Yes. Yes. One of them can't bend over. The other one's hobbled, but we're going to make it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driving all of NASCAR on donuts, on <laughs> little donuts. That's how I'm doing it. She was winning the race, but they stopped in for a change. Took 45 minutes. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this is how we work, yo. <laughs> this has been a race-inspired episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace.